Okay, friends, final stretch of this appeal. CityCast is surveying our listeners, that is, you, to learn more about you. This survey will help us make CityCast Las Vegas a better, more useful podcast. So please take the survey at citycast.fm forward slash survey. It's only five minutes citycast.fm forward slash survey and everyone who takes it will also be eligible to win a $250 visa gift card citycast.fm forward slash survey it sure has become easy to drop hundreds of dollars on a show in las vegas but that's not for every day and certainly not the millions of locals who want and honestly deserve great entertainment for less. Worry not, we've got the ticket with the next installment of our Summer Entertainment Guide, where we help you make the most of this short, sweet season that's upon us. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, the List.Vegas editor, Andrew Crawley, runs down an extensive and intensive array of quality, low-cost, and even free offerings this summer that every budget-seeking Las Vegan should know about. It's Monday, June 12th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Andrew Corrali of the List.Vegas. Welcome back hey, to CityCast hey. Las Vegas. Hey, thanks for having me, David. Great to be here. Andrew, <laughs> it <laughs> seems like we can't go to any shows or events without taking a big financial hit and sometimes a monster hit. Cough, cough, Taylor Swift, cough, cough, Stanley Cup finals. Has yep, Las yep. Vegas priced itself out of the sort of fun things that we may have taken for granted in the past? I think so. And, and I think also... A lot of these, you know, big mega concert events, they also just take up so much sort of like attentional space. So I feel like your average Las Vegan forgets that there is so much great, cheap and free entertainment to be had all throughout the valley that doesn't necessarily entail, yeah, shelling out, you know, $100, $200 uh, for, a, you know, a big night uh, on, the, on the strip or at some kind of big box venue. So, yeah, you are absolutely right. I think 100 or 200 is generous. I have friends yeah. who labor over the idea of, are they going to shell out 600 800 $1,200 for a mm -hmm. single ticket to an event? I mean, what has happened to our city? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and not not to uh, be pluggy about it, but that's one of the reasons I started the List Out Vegas is because I was like, there's so much, you know, good, cheap community kind of based uh, entertainment out there that again yeah doesn't you know require a, an arm and a leg and a, and a mortgage you know so uh, I, I feel you and that sweet kidney that sweet kidney that's yeah. the extra so Andrew let's take our cue from that forget about the high priced items I mean that is what it is let's talk about what are the best free things to do in Las Vegas this summer Amen. A lot of the things that I really enjoy going to are the small scale rock shows that take place in, 
you know, all kinds of cool bars in Las Vegas and these these smaller clubs. And one of my favorite spots in town um, is a bar on Vegas Valley Drive just off Maryland Parkway. It's called Red Dwarf. They're kind of a thing right now for their their slabby, flavorlicious uh, Detroit-style pizza, but they actually have a really robust uh, live music roster. Um, four or five nights a week, they are busting out with everything from punk to blues to surf to, to country. Um, one show that's on my radar I'm really excited about is an upcoming June 16th show. Um, this guy, his name's Max Fight, which is just a great rock and roll name, right? And he Max does Fight. this kind of really, yeah, yeah. And it's like, the, he does this bluesy kind of power poppy um, straight ahead rock, but it is just very mature, very catchy. Um, the thing that's great about the Red Dwarf shows is they very rarely have a cover charge. Um, their yes. beer prices are reasonable. Um, they've actually got a good, good selection. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, yeah, great spots. And usually what I do when I go to the Red Dwarf, I try to make a little itinerary, itinerary out of it. And um, one, sometimes I'll just stop across the street, uh, across Maryland Parkway. There's a little At venue the plasma called Bank? Player One. Oh, Player uh, yeah, One. Yeah. Sorry. That's I just want to make sure. you're uh, going to the street. Because that is right across the street from the Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant across Maryland Parkway. There's got you, a, a got little you. arcade bar called Player One. Yeah. And again, cheap entertainment. They have all the machines set to free play. You pay five bucks to get in. Um, they got a great uh, you know, micro brews on, on tap. So what I'll usually do is head over there, have a drink or two, play some pinball, and then head over to a really cool show at Red Dwarf. So uh, that's uh, one of those spots on my radar. How about Sweet. you? What's uh, what's on your what's on your roster? Well, I, I like the no cover concept, and and I did see that Red Dwarf has a few of those. I think also uh, Sand Dollar down at the Plaza seems to yeah. not have a, a cover, or when they do, it's very rare. I like focusing on the free for a second. So whether um, you know a bar has a cover or not, I, I think the Double Down never has a cover. And they Never. have entertainment there every night. Yeah, and there's another band that I've been tracking. That uh, they're actually a local band. Are you familiar with Chiptune Music or Nintendo Core? There's actually a band playing there on the 16th as well. Uh, coincidentally, called um, Decaying Tigers. And um, Double at- Down's kind of known at the Double Down. Um, oh, okay. And Double Down kind of, you know, for for better or worse, they've kind of, you know, pigeonholed as a as a punk venue. But they actually have some a pretty diverse roster of entertainment there. And Decaying Tigers is one of those bands. They play like this frantic. Um, synthy Nintendo core uh, kind of music that is uh, definitely unique. So yeah, a lot of uh, always some cool stuff going on over there as well. Totally sounds like fun. I, I love the little bars that that have a stage that take it at least semi serious. And there's probably options throughout the valley. But what mm-hmm. about uh, for something other than just going seeing bands in a bar? I mean, uh, not mm-hmm. everyone's of age. Uh, not everybody yep. wants to be in the bar setting. What other good free outings are there? I got you covered. Um, you know, there it's, we go. it's no secret that the library district, you know, isn't just a, you know, cluster of book warehouses. Um, they actually do, you know, an incredible amount of cultural programming. And they do, I, I mean, hella free concerts every every weekend. And, you know, I think when people think of classical music, they think of uh, Artemis Ham Hall at UNLV or, of course, you know, Reynolds Hall at the Smith Center. But actually, um, there is some really good classical music programming happening all throughout the library system. Um, and one that's on my radar is uh, there's a June 21st concert at the Summerlin Library, pianist 
Gabriela Fannenstiel um, is going to be playing a program of uh, all the all the heavyweight classic dudes, you know, Beethoven, Chopin, Ravel, Bach. Um, again, free concert. Um, yeah, very talented touring artist, but just goes to show to get, you know, world-class classical music, um, you don't necessarily have to go to, you know, one of your sort of marquee venues. And the library district um, really uh, does a, a lot of great shows on, on that front. Yeah, Andrew, sometimes I'll go to the website and Clark County Library District has a pretty good smattering because they have so many different um, libraries across the valley. So no matter what Mm -hmm. part of town you live in, I I would say that that's a definite, you know, go to is to just straight up head over to the library district's website. And uh, sometimes you find out some cool holiday events coming up. And I guess we do have some holidays uh, coming up in short order. Right. Yeah. Uh, June is, you know, is the month of Juneteenth. And again, the library district and so many other uh, cultural organizations um, have some great Juneteenth programming. Um, Also on my radar is um, on June 17th at the West Las Vegas Library. They're holding the the Miss Juneteenth pageant and concert and uh, it's going to have jazz music and a a beautiful pageant. Um, So it's supposed to be, you know, really, really cool. And on the 17th at the Clark County Library, library. They're actually doing a Juneteenth spoken word events. Um, they're going to be uh, people reading from short stories, essay excerpts, and you know historic journal entries by you know pioneering uh, black authors. So uh, again, free family-oriented um, event. Uh, again, on the 17th also, the James Gibson Library is holding a, a Juneteenth poetry reading. These um, community events um, that take place at the libraries are really often overlooked, uh, you know, cultural treasure. There seems to be a lot more jazz in Las Vegas right now, and a lot of that is also free. Uh, I know about the live jazz every third Sunday of the month over at the downtown Container Park. Uh, that's mm-hmm. just one of many jazz events that's happening around the valley. I was going to say, in a lot of these um, jazz venues, you know, you, they do, you know, you sort of are obligated or whatever to, you know, have a certain spend on your food and beverage. But a lot of the spots like Max and Jazz um, on Spring Mountain, um, Gatsby Supper Club at the Gambit in uh, in Henderson, um, no cover charge. Um, Dispensary Lounge uh, apparently has come back, uh, the cool little jazz bar on uh, on what, Tropin Eastern? Yeah, yeah, with the great hamburgers and the, and the water wheel. Yeah, and the water wheel that is either, you know, it's like, it's like Schrodinger's cat, it's either working or it's not. And then, of course, we can't forget Vix Las Vegas, um, the new spot in uh, Symphony Park. And actually, one concert on my radar is a June 30th performance. Um, I'm going to, hopefully I don't mispronounce his name, but uh, Domas Zeromskas. Um, He is this uh, young Lithuanian jazz pianist and composer, um, this virtuoso is playing with Julian Brooks, who's a local um, alto saxophonist. Um, they're playing June 30th at, 30th at VIX. And um, yeah, so again, some good jazz to be had for for not a lot of bucks. Yeah, although VIX, VIX has a bit of a pricey thing around it. It's a new spot. Um, you kind of got to go in and order a meal, I think, to be able to hear the jazz. Yeah, there are some minimum spends you're expected to, to make. But, uh, you know, compared to, again, corporate venue on the strip, uh, you're going to come out a lot less scathed. <laughs> are, you, are you saying corporate jazz still sucks? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, all right, Andrew, let's let's notch it up a little bit. Let's move away from free because, you know, uh, this is Vegas after all. You're going to be spending some money. But let's say, Andrew, you got 20 bucks in your pocket. That's your budget for the night. And you're looking for two hours or so of excellent distraction. What What are your best options? Two hours for twenty dollars. Well, one uh, one thing that's coming up that's twenty bucks a, a pop that I, I think is a, a good entertainment value this weekend, June sixteenth through the eighteenth, is the um, second weekend of Las Vegas Little Theaters Fringe Festival, Ooh, um, which nice. has all these weird short plays. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not only um, you know it's not only cheap for your wallet, but um, it's also easy on your attention span because they promise that every play is no longer longer than an hour. Uh, it's 20 bucks a ticket. So if you if you caught two Boom. hours, you'd be spending, you know, 40 bucks. But um, a lot of great talent there. A lot of, um, you know, weird experimental plays. Um, one of the the featured acts is this local improv group with the uh, called Cardio Spider. And um, they're uh, uh, apparently very beloved for uh, their uh, their wacky, uh, mischievous improv. And um, you were mentioning uh, poetry, spoken word, things like that. Um, I have not been to this spot yet, but um, it's really kind of pinging on my radar. And it's called Mom's Basement Theater. It's on Sahara. Um, I they keep actually seeing just, ads uh, for that. I, I think yeah. I saw it. They had a storytelling uh production over there that goes on once that's what i was going to mention actually they're now doing on the last friday of the month it's called around the campfire it's a uh, live storytelling show a la story slam at charleston heights or the moth of course so june 30th they've got a a show coming up the theme is smoke signals um and then july 28th and august 25th etc etc but it's just ten dollars but judging by the connections that they have in the community with uh, improv and other performance groups um, you know, I haven't been there, so I can't, you know, fully endorse it, but I think it's a safe bet for $10. So I, I think you uh, probably can't go, can't go wrong with that. Andrew, some great options, a uh, lot of city center. How about a little further out? Anything in, uh, in the burbs that's been catching your attention if you got that 20 in your pocket? Yeah, we actually list a lot of events that take place um, in Henderson and uh, Henderson adjacent. Um, so a couple <laughs> that are popping on on my radar include the Henderson Pride Fest, which is uh, Saturday, June seventeenth. It's at Sunset Park. It technically it's you know not in Henderson, but uh, it's it's um, Hendersonian enough. Um, and actually at Water Street Plaza um, on Friday the sixteenth, they're holding a, a two day. Uh, Henderson Juneteenth Festival. And I just really want to give a hearty shout out to um, Water Street Plaza and the Water Street Amphitheater because um, they actually do a really great roster of free live music uh, programming. They do everything from, you know, like Django style jazz to um, family uh, family uh, music events, um, but also they do, you know, have like a farmer's market. They do like garage sales and other community events. So, uh, and most of those uh, Henderson Water Street Plaza events are are free or very cheap. So I always try to try to, try to keep them uh, on the uh, on the uh, dashboard, as it were. Yeah, Water Street's looking great. You know, ever evolving over the last couple of decades, but I think they're finally hitting a stride. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henderson, Henderson is is definitely s- sort of evolving from kind of that you know reputation for kind of being you know sleepy suburban bedroom communities to uh, it's actually being uh, you know not not only a reason to go and catch some cool entertainment, but um, you know their culinary scene is uh, is uh, picking up as well. So uh, yeah, shout out to Henderson. I also don't want to leave out the casinos. I mean, we've been very careful to 
stay out of them. And I like that very much. But also, <laughs> I, I've always said to people that almost every casino has some free attraction that's totally worth checking out. And what I'm thinking about right now is uh, the 626 Night Market over at the Palms that's happening on June 17th and 18th. I guess that's a Asian food market with lots of different uh, vendors available. It's free to get in. Of course, you have to buy the food once you're there, but you could probably get a couple of good treats for that twenty bucks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That we've listed that as well. And um, and, and speaking of that, um, actually, uh, Tivoli Village is also coming on strong with a pretty heavy roster of these. You know, they they call them night markets now. That's kind of like the, you know, the the sort of the trendy term. Um, so yeah, so the six two six at the Palms, which I haven't been to yet, um, but the the recurring ones that are happening at Tivoli are pretty fun. They bring out the food trucks. They got your your local vendors selling everything from you know baked goods to fresh uh, vegetables to art you know artisanal crafts and handmade items and stuff like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's a, a, a sort of a lot to do on that front as far as the recurring. Um, you know, night market style uh, entertainment. And actually one, another one that's on my radar that I do want to mention, June 17th at Cornish Pasty um, in the Arts District. And um, this event um, pops up at various venues around town and it's called Market Macabre. And um, so think Ooh. of a, a night market in the gothiest uh, sense. Um, and it it's a, a market of that, that uh, sells like spooky and occult items and metaphysical stuff. Ooh, nightmare market. Exactly. Yeah. I just so did a if voice. you're looking for Did you like that voice, Andrew? I like that. I I've, okay. I felt some some goosebumps, yeah. Um I might stand <laughs> so, outside Cornish um, Pasty and just do that. Welcome to Nightmare Market until they 86 <laughs> me from the property. There you go. Yeah. So, if you're looking for um, ha- you know, handmade goods like okay. uh, spooky jewelry and, you know, ar- artisanal crafts and, uh, you know, voodoo dolls and stuff like that. Um, it's $5 to enter. Um, and then, you know, the the, the stuff is uh, presumably, you know, reasonably priced. Oh, cool, cool. All right, Andrew, as we, as we wind down this journey, let's take a little bit of a left turn. I mean, it's Las Vegas and, you know, we who live here, we do it every day. We don't need to do anything too special. But mm-hmm. if we decided we wanted this summer to like splurge a little bit, but still look for that value, what are some mm-hmm. good options? Well, a splurge for me is a, a well-spent like $25 to uh, $50. And uh, I okay. recently went to this really cool show. Um, the series is called Don't Tell Comedy. Um, they do like two or three shows a month at a pop-up venue in town. Um, the one I saw was actually at a circuit training gym. Um, just on, on Main Street, um, but twenty five bucks. We saw like six comedians. It was like a good two, two and a half hours of entertainment. The comedians are actually funny. Um, sometimes you know, comedy shows bonus. could, uh, yeah, it could be a you know box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And the the sort of the setting of the venue with all the workout equipment and stuff was kind of was kind of funny. Um, better yet, it's also BYOB. So uh, I brought a nice uh, Pino. And uh, and enjoyed that uh, during the comedy stylings, but uh, yeah, twenty five bucks. Uh, you can actually get um, that's like it's like seventeen cents a laugh when you sort of calculate it out. Nice. And I would bring a Schlitz malt liquor beverage. That would be that's my instinct for what you just described. 
It's the beverage of comedy. You know it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, you go to don'ttellcomedy.com and uh, and they uh, you can just get tickets for their show. They kind of reveal the venue on the day of. They'll tell you what area of town it's in. And then they, you know, surprise, it's at this venue and um, adds a little, you know, intrigue to things. But, um, yeah, definitely a good value. A great, great $25 spend. All right. Well, hey, man, uh, this has been fun. And hopefully uh, people get out there and go do these things because no reason not to. We've done all the values, including down to free. So Andrew Corrali of the list.vegas, thank you again for coming on CityCast Las Vegas and sharing the knowledge. Always fun to be here. Thanks again, David. Before you go, a few things you should know. City Councilman Brian Knutson has called out efforts to get to the bottom of a rash of fires at the Tides apartment complex on Charleston as unacceptable. Last week, a deadly fire there was the third blaze in three years. Fire officials refused to say what caused the first two. Knutson is pushing for accountability. And in other news... Today, we find out what sort of backdoor horse trading shenanigans the Nevada legislature was up to over the weekend as amendments and new discussions around the Oakland A's request for public financing continues in the special session. Will it even make it to the governor's desk? Will Las Vegas get a better deal? Stay here with CityCast Las Vegas as we discuss all the good, bad, and ugly in the days to come. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, here's what I want you to do. Go pick your favorite episode of CityCast Las Vegas. Hit the share button and get the link, then share it on social media. The best way for us to reach new ears is through you. If you love the show, share it with your friends. It does mean so much to us. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Go Knights, go! Oh yes, Mystic Falls, which I actually consider... A nature experience, Las Vegas style. Yeah. <laughs> so describe yeah, it um, so people for... <laughs> know what we're talking about. Yeah. So Mystic Falls is this sort of animatronic laser light show um, that takes place inside Mystic Falls, which is this um, entertainment complex inside Samstown. Um, I don't know how long it's oh. been been there now, but it has a certain uh, eerie, timeless feel. But, um, you know, whether or not you prefer to experience it um, with the, uh, the uh, help of psychedelics or not, it's truly a hilariously, uh, slightly terrifying um, and, and uh, funny experience. And yeah, free.